What is going on everybody and welcome back to Twin Talk Yanks here in Pennsylvania for the weekend. So it's going to be a little bit of a different format in today's episode, but we don't really care because there's a lot of stuff to cover, right Chris? Yeah, there is. And also if there's any babies crying in the background or dogs are barking, it's because <laughs> we're here with family too and stuff. So just, just bear with us on that. Also, speaking of family, we're going to have a special guest appearance today. Mama Al is making her debut on the podcast, going to chop it up with her a little bit about some Yankee baseball. But a lot of stuff to cover today, especially this, you know, this American League Division Series Game 5. Where do we go from here? What did we see? Nonetheless, Chris, let's just talk. Let's right just get into right into it. There's no intro today yeah, because yeah. we're, you know, we're, we're some technical stuff. Game 5. Uh-huh. Garrett Cole. This is what we got him for. Yeah. $324 million. Yes. Three days rest, never done it before. What, what do you see? He showed up. 100%. You know, and I was telling guys at work, and I was explaining to you and, you know, our brother-in-law Danny saying, three days rest, five days rest, what's really, like, the big difference? You know, especially with, like, the treatment these pitchers are getting. I get you're sore, maybe for the day after and the day after that, but you're talking about game five in the ALDS. You're, Garrett Cole is the guy you want on the bump. And, and he showed up. And not only that, but he also mentioned before his start, hey, after game one, I was preparing for this. And yeah. we said that last week, too. Like, he's, it's not like it's just going to be regular, you know, regular five days rest. Yeah. Right after game one, he was preparing to pitch again in that series. And, you know, Cole, he's going to give up the long ball, mm. especially to a Tampa lineup. The, the lineup doesn't strike out. They're going to put the ball in play, and they're going to hit the ball hard. Yes. Because Cole's going to challenge them, mm-hmm. and rightfully so. I get that. But what, remember that, that first inning, though. Was yeah was huge for Cole because yeah. he, I mean he threw a lot of pitches mm-hmm. but he bared down he zoned up and and he got out of it with an absolute paint job. I'll be completely honest with you. I didn't really think a, the pitch count was going to be as important for his start because yeah. of the circumstances and yeah. it being Game Five. I think Boone made a lot of a lot of interesting moves and decisions mm-hmm. uh, that game and the series that uh, we are going to dissect and, and yeah, it was it was just um, it was terrible. We, we Let's talk about the series. So let's just talk about straight up the series. Guys showed up, guys didn't show up. And the, the, the pendulum swings really heavily one way. Mm. We got no-shows. One, Aaron Judge. Huge. Two, Luke Voigt. Huge. Three, Tanaka. Four, Chapman. Mm-hmm. Geo. J-Hap. You, you can go down the list. Aaron Boone. DJ didn't have a good series, but we're not putting him on this. Yep. There's no, 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 no. Of course not. Of course not. We have a list of no-shows. We just listed a bunch of guys. You can't put DJ on there because, look, he didn't have that good of a series, and he is our spark plug. I don't put any fault on him, though, because he put up good at-bats, and, you know, it just it's baseball with him. And definitely shout-out to Yankees Fireside Chat on Twitter. Definitely give them a follow. Great group of guys. They tweeted. They said... You know, Yankees come out win 10 games in a row mm-hmm. in May, but can't put together more than one run in Game 5 of the ALDS. And they're mm-hmm. 100% right. Yep. None of that shit matters what you're doing in May. The fact that our offense did not show up when, you know, for us to win games, what needs to happen? You need to score fucking runs. Yeah. And we didn't show up. Like, literally simple. That simple. I want to circle, I have circled here as under the no-shows, Aaron Boone, because we saw Game 2, and I don't care if it's coming from the top, right? I don't care. I really don't care if it's coming from Cashman. He's not the one who pencils in the lineup, you know, and takes pitchers out of the game. It's Aaron Boone's job to manage, and he did an awful job. And I want to 
Mike Ford gets two at-bats in a pinch-hitting role. Game five, he goes up for Higgy, and Sanchez doesn't get an at-bat there. Yeah. In a one-run game. Yep. In a one-run game, or Frazier doesn't get an at-bat there. I don't and I don't care what, you know, what everyone on with Sanchez. That's a bat. Ford hits over Sanchez? No. Like, or, you know, that's and, questionable. And you know where, like, Boone messed up with that? Is that he should have pinch hit Sanchez. Because now you're losing Ford's bat as well. So, theoretically, you lost two guys right there. Yeah. And then, Sa- yeah, Sanchez, Sanchez comes, came in to catch. So, you're losing Sanchez his bat. Come, yeah, Sanchez comes in the game for a defense, you know, essentially for defensive purposes because his bat wasn't used. You're not going to catch my and you're not. And it's like a reverse role. You're going to put in Sanchez for his defense after you talk all this shit about it and not for his bat? It's a one-run game. He gets a hold of one. It's a tie game. Yep. I had no Ford. Ford's bit looked lost since August. So maybe Sanchez has too. But I mean, really, it's not a question who you want up in that situation. For us, it's not. And the fact that they went Gar- uh, Ford over Gary, it, it speaks a lot. And we're gonna get into that. Maybe the possible future um, of Gary Sanchez, because you guys sent in some questions that we're gonna answer. And a lot of those were based around you know Gary Sanchez. Chris, you spoke about a key to success for this team to make it. Past the ALDS, when yeah. we did our ALDS preview show, it wasn't to rely on one guy, Judge, or one guy, Stanton. Who who showed up? Or, yeah, or one guy, Voight. Your key was to have at least two of those guys going. Our big three, Judge, Stanton, and Voight. If two of those three guys weren't going and Stanton was that guy, there was no way we were losing. Yeah, because we saw no that way. from Stanton. Stanton you, saw, you saw how twice uh, against, who did he hit the Grand Slam? Uh, Curtis. Okay. Multiple times, he put multiple runs on the board with one swing. Mm-hmm. Now, if you got two guys that are hot that are doing that, you're talking about, you know, six to eight runs a game. Mm-hmm. And you said we needed that, and we only got that out we of We only got that out of one guy. Judge didn't show up. Voight sure Voight, as hell didn't show Voight up. Voight didn't show up, and he came up multiple times with runners in scoring position and <clears throat> two outs and didn't come through. And look at a team like Tampa. Regardless, mm-hmm. they're leading off every single inning with base hits. Yep. They're doing. They're moving the guys over. Maybe they're not finding holes, but they're doing everything and correctly. And we saw that a lot with our pitching staff. They were throwing high-tax, high-leverage pitches. And that's like throwing two pitches in one, really. Yeah. Your pitch count can go from 60 to 25 yes. real quick. Yeah. You know, like your pitch limit. Because if you're throwing tax pitches, you're you know you're exerting so much more energy. Uh, and, and we saw that every inning with Yankees pitchers. There were guys on base. Stressful pitches. Every And then it'd be, you know... Whether we'd get two quick outs, then they'd get two guys on. And then it's like, whoa. Just, yeah. Like, so, Buzz, get out. <laughs> Interruption from Buzz. But we saw, we saw that a lot, and it was frustrating. It was very frustrating, and that's what this lineup is missing. Yeah. Right? And that's a perfect segue, because I have the definition of insanity here, and it's doing something over and over, expecting the same, you know, a different a result. Different result. But every year, it's the same thing, and here it is. Cashman comes out, says in... In January and February, I'm confident in my team. We're going to go with what we have. And what the hell has that gotten us the last three years? Elimination, elimination, elimination. Heartbreak. After heartbreak? After After heartbreak. heartbreak. Nothing changes. They just bring in more right-handed hitters. It's been this way since 2009, too. Just throw that out there. Yeah. They bring in more right-handed hitters. They don't bring in a big arm minus Garrett Cole. And they ride the ship. Everybody gets hurt. And it's just a never-ending cycle. Never-ending cycle. This cannot keep happening. We, we spoke about this in our preview for the season when, in one of our episodes, and we encourage you guys to go check that out. Didi Gregorius losing that left-handed bat is huge, huge. for this lineup. It's huge. We mentioned guys, Corey Dickerson, Jesse Winker, two guys that had two good years. Yeah. 
that were a cheap option that we could have gotten. I mean, we had Guardy, and you know what? Props to Guardy for showing up. Well, you, you knew, knew he was getting that from Guardy. Yeah, you knew he was going to get... Not even show up. He was going to give you great at-bats, and, and he did, and he played a wonderful fucking defense in the yep. field. And I'll tell you what. I, we're probably going to re-sign him for and one I, year. I would want him. Yeah. That veteran leadership in the clubhouse. Get these young guys going, but take the role in... I know He's I'm not going to be, be an everyday guy. left fielder. Yeah, Clint Frazier, that's your spot pretty much to lose mm, if we or don't... Is it? Yeah, if we don't do something with him in the offseason, because his trade value and his, you know, his potential right now, because of the season he had, is that... It's, it's best. Yeah. It's at its highest. That home run. Shot it through the roof. But, you know, this is something we've been missing since Didi left. And we mentioned it. It's going to be a huge hole. Our biggest, the Yankees' kryptonite, is a right-handed power pitcher. Power the Rays pitcher, came yeah. with 12 of them. 12 guys that can that throw over 95. And we didn't have that counter move. A good left-handed bat. A Didi. You know, somebody that, that, that splits the righties, that puts... The pitchers on their toes. The guys were going up there on the Rays and just throwing the same pitches well, to the same right-handed hitters, and yeah, they were biting at they, the same yes. thing. Well, I mean, and then Aaron Hicks would come up, put, put up a, a good, good AB, and then it'd be you know pass it over to Voight and it'd strike three. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you if you bat Hicks higher in the lineup, you know that that leaves you that leaves you room for that flexibility with another lefty. But you know I don't think it's just like. Us losing Didi was like as important as us losing the left-handed bat. I yeah. think the left-handed bat anyway. could be anyone, like yeah. you were saying, Jesse mm-hmm. Winker. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing a Kyle Schwarber if we're yeah. really talking. You know, yeah. maybe even a fucking Anthony Rizzo. Guys, up well, Rizzo's a guy that's gonna put together good abs every single time. And yep. has the experience in the playoffs. Yep. Plays a Shorns up first base. Shorns up two strikes. You know, but the whole point is, is that we can't keep doing this over and over again. It's a definition of you guys are driving me crazy. You're driving us crazy. Like, seriously, they're driving us nuts. And, and okay, and here we go. Overall season, Boone comes out and says in the post-game interview, this was a successful season. Yeah. What do you think about that? What do you mean, what do I fucking think about that? Are you kidding me? The, uh, how is it a successful season? I do you agree. really think, do you really think if Derek Jeter was still on the team, he would call this season a success? Zero. I mean, yeah. even if you go to the World Series and lose, the season's not fucking success. I think it's a shame that Aaron Boone even said that. He's he should have gone on there and said, this is unacceptable, we not, are the Yankees, it's win or go the fuck and, home. And the same thing that you were talking about, you know, uh, in the first couple games of the series, when the umpire was, was seriously fucking us. You got guys like Boone, guys like Judge, mm-hmm. not showing emotion, yeah. like, you Break a bat. Break a bat over your knee. Bo- uh, boom, like get tossed out of a game or something. Yeah. I know it's the playoffs and you don't want to set that kind of you, example for your team. You can't let the umpires get away with that shit. It, it kind of reminded me like with the whole Tyler Austin, Joe Kelly thing. How that that right there really lit a fire up, you know. But it's a failure. This season is a, is a complete abysmal failure. We failed to get a top three seed after we had the one seed essentially locked up if we would have played pretty good baseball. So we failed to get a top three seed. We failed to play... You know, um, I wouldn't say you know not playing in front of our fans is it's an even playing field. Yeah. Um, we, you know, we creep into the playoffs essentially, and then and then we shit the bed. Yeah. You know, nothing so about not like, that is is something to look back on and say you know yeah. what the season was okay. Yeah. You lost not. fucking what eight straight games. Yeah. It's you not. dropped from the one to the eight seed. You had Detroit and it's Baltimore not. behind you in the hunt to get into the playoffs. Yeah. Like nothing about that is good. Yep. Come on. I totally agree. I absolutely agree. So let's talk about our free agents, right? We have some free agents. We have J-Hap. Um, that's quick. Gone. We have Tanaka. 
We have Tanaka, who just got an offer from uh, Japan. Yeah, League. there was the Japan League is gonna make uh, Tanaka an offer, but you know it doesn't matter. I wouldn't mind bringing somebody like Tanaka back if it's gonna be a cheap option. Listen, you know he he had an awful playoffs. He hasn't been good his last playoff starts, but I still you know this is still a guy you want to have on your team. He's yeah. a good pitcher. He's gonna go out there every fifth day, and give you some good. He's uh, he's very inconsistent. Um, but I believe he deserved that. I believe he deserves at least another contract oh, of offer. After, you know, after everything he's done for us. I mean, I'm pretty sure that him and Gardy are the longest tenured Yankees. Yeah. So yes, know, they are. Gardner, I think he's earned that. At least uh, you have to offer him something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, James Paxton. He's a free agent. Do we make him an offer? Probably. Probably only because. He needs a bounce he, back here. Like a Trevor Bauer yeah, type of thing. Exactly. One-year contract, play for, you know, try to get that bigger contract and maybe elsewhere. That's a good point. I, <coughs> I can see Paxton definitely re-signing with us on a small offer to try and prove his, yeah. you know, prove his, his worth. And listen, if he's on, give me him. Yeah. Give me fine. him. I'll take a big lefty. I'll, I'll take it too. Uh, DJ LeMahieu. Resign him. That's, I'm not, we're not even going to get into this. Yeah. Next. Resign DJ LeMahieu. It's a little, it's a little ridiculous at this point how it hasn't happened after the third out. Yeah. In game five. Right away. Like, literally right away. Yeah. But, um, that's, that's, there are people on Twitter saying that, that they're not going to re-sign DJ LeMahieu. What do you do if you, I don't give a shit. You sign re- DJ LeMahieu and then we figure it out. Yeah, that's the first you thing You don't let Yankees him walk. Do. Don't, do not let him walk. That's the first thing the Yankees need to do is re-sign him. You cannot let him walk. And then we have guys that we could potentially trade. The, the Frasers, the Andujars, you were saying Sessa, and maybe even L. Gary Sanchez. Mm. Maybe even L. Gary himself. And it, it's come to this. It has. It has. And you and I is, have always been, you know, his biggest supporters and will continue to be. Always. But, you know, maybe he does need to change the scenery. And yeah. it, it fucking breaks my heart to say that and to kind of, like, admit it, but we can all agree on one thing. The guy's a stud, and has by stud I mean the potential to be a stud, and he's shown that so far in the league. Yep. But you know, maybe he's not a guy that that can play in New York like this. And I think that maybe a change of scenery would be nothing but good for him because I can definitely see him going somewhere. But do you and think? Up do you 40. think we trade him? I think it's a possibility. I really do. Uh, you have to do it now if you're going to do it. I don't think we do. I think I, don't think, I think this is his last year. This is yeah. his last chance. I, oh, yep, 162 games. We'll see what you can do. That's a good point. Maybe even at the deadline, you could see something move. Let's talk about Frazier. Because there's a free agent on the market this year, and he's playing in Houston, who would look awfully great in a lineup like ours. Left-handed hitter, outfielder, Michael Brantley. And, but he's a free agent, so we'd have to sign him. Frazier, we'd have to trade we can use Frazier as a trade piece to get a decent arm, a two guy, or you know, a, a lockdown bullpen guy, Josh Hader. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The the Brewers can use somebody to go next to uh, 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 Christian Yelich yep. every day in that lineup. Yep. If that if we can get an impact guy from Frazier, I'm pulling the trigger, as long as we can get some Someone somebody like Michael Brantley too. I get that, but you know. And I'm all for Michael Brantley. He's a left-handed uh, DJ LeMahieu that plays outfield. Exactly, exactly. Like, we need to sign him. And that's the guy that if I'm Cashman, I am I am running towards. But he's also, you know, he's been hurt. And he does yeah. get hurt a lot. But yes, he that's does. why you have a guy like Gardy, who's also a left-handed guy, mm-hmm. being that, you know, number two guy out there. But Frazier, you're right. Like I said before, like, his value is 
at his highest right now yeah. with the way he performed this year. And if the Yankees are able to get... Because that's the way the game is moving. You know? There needs you to need, be moves you need, made. You need starting pitching, but also like look at a team like the Rays who have fucking 12 guys who yeah. can come out and throw 98, throw the ball hard. Whenever they're asked. Great, exactly. Whenever they're asked. Exactly. Like, and that's the way they... You know, that, someone going. like um, Liam Hendricks in Oakland. Mm. Like but that. I'm more looking towards, you know, obviously you you want to sign guys like Bauer. You really do. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, but he's going to want big money. So I'm kind of looking for, tra- if I'm the Yankees, I'm looking for trading guys. I'm looking at offloading some guys and try and get, you know, some guys that are under contract in return. Mm-hmm. That you can make a run with, with this team for two to three seasons. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, it's minus my, let's sign a bat. Let's sign a bat. Let's trade for pitchers. Let's sign a bat. We have plenty of bats. Let's sign a left-handed bat that you can plug in. Now you have Hicks 3 or Brantley 3, Hicks 5. Now you have lefty, righty, left. You kind of have... Because you saw the Rays do mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And they did that so they can go the whole game and plug in. You, you have to be able to do that. You can't just rely on your right-handed power hitters to come it's a hit, up. It's a hit home run. You need a counter move. Like, they're playing the checkers. They're playing chess. The Rays had nine of them. It was it's terrible, and we can't continue to 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 not do this. We need to we need to make that move, that big move. Michael, I'm telling you, Michael Brantley needs to be a fucking Yankee. And it's not like you're gonna break the bank with him either. Yeah, it, you, you can sign him for definitely yeah. a team friendly deal. Yes, you can. I would sign him for two years, you know, forty mil or whatever it is, something um, like that. I was gonna say like thirty. Yeah, some you know something like that. Hey, you know, what's incentive based? Prove, stay healthy, hit three hundred, and make the playoff roster, and we're good. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and let's win a championship. Now, mind you, uh, we don't hate Michael Brantley, even though he's on the Astros, because he wasn't on that 2017 team. And let's face it, the guy just flat out rates. Yeah. He hits lefties. He does hit lefties. Very he hits well. righties. He's a good outfielder. He'll play left field well in Yankee Stadium. So if we could trade, make some trades for arms and sign a bat, we're in good shape for next year. Give me DJ LeMahieu leading off, Michael Brantley hitting second, Judge hitting third, Stan hitting fourth. Sign me up for that. Yep. Boyd hitting five. I wanna I wanna read read off some questions that we got from you guys today, and that's and that's awesome because we love the interaction, um, and some really interesting questions here. We're gonna oh Chris uh, Chris Colvin next one. I think the biggest question is why isn't DJ resigned yet? And they can make a cloning machine to make three more DJs. <laughs> so maybe they can score more than one run in an elimination game. Yep. What do you think about that? Um, well, first of all, Chris, thank you, brother. Appreciate that for reaching out and for the support. But you're 100% right. And like we just said 20 seconds ago, there's a guy in Houston who comes out of that cloning machine, yep. but yep. is just a we, left-handed batter. He's there for us. But There's, you're 100% right. We, we need those kind of guys. The the inconsistency in our lineup is going to do nothing but hurt us consistently come playoff time. Yep. And here's a question. I'm going to tie this in with our big brother Frankie and Tammy. It was kind of the same question. Is it time to finally cut losses with Sanchez? And Frankie asks, is it time to move on from Gary Sanchez? It's it's almost that time. This is, this is his last straw. Yeah. The next season is his last straw. Also because um, I think next year he's... He's over and his service time. He's, that's his fifth year in the league. And guys, especially Frankie and Tammy, you guys know how much we love Sanchez. That's coming from us. Yeah. So it, it, it's time. It, it's it's very close to being time. Frankie asks a very, very, very good question. Have, re, have we reached a point where innovation on baseball is actually hindering the Yankees in reference to game two? And it is. Oh, yeah. 
we and we talk about this before. We talk about this in game, you know, game two, game five. Where Chris and I are not analytic driven, analytically driven. The Yankees are the most analytically driven. You have to play the eye test. And A-Rod and Paul O'Neill said this perfectly. Can we just go back to playing baseball? Put my nine against your nine. And just go out there and And let's do our thing. And here's the thing. Boone, this is how you know it's not coming from him and it's coming from Cashman and up top. Boone played in the generation where Mm. analytics didn't even exist. Yep. There was no launch angle. There was no percentage and shifts. There was none of that. You You went out there and played ball. You want to know how we know analytics didn't didn't play a role in 03 because Aaron Boone wouldn't have even been up against Tim Wakefield. It would have been Kareem Garcia, the big lefty who can run into one every now and then. It wasn't going to be, it wouldn't have been Aaron Boone. Joe Torre was no, notoriously, his baseball IQ was probably the best in the world ever. In history, yeah. And he said, this is a guy that I feel like is just perfect for this time. Why can't we go back to doing that? Like, you know. Mike Ford's up in that situation because of analytics. It's not Gary Sanchez. Oh, yep. Gary Sanchez passes the eye test there because it's like, oh, I want him up. You know that San- Sanchez can it's run damage. into one. So, yes, to answer shortly your question, Frankie, it is definitely hindering not just the Yankees. I would say baseball in general. Um, we're getting way too analytical. I don't give a shit about your XBO bacon and your WP percentage minus three. I give a shit if you can play solid defense for me on a daily basis at third base. At a boy, Nick. You know what I'm saying? That's Atta what boy. I care about. At a boy. <laughs> Tammy X, should front office bring back Didi Gregorius? Because he's a free agent. And if not, then who should we look into get in the offseason for our lack of lefty hitters? So we already spoke about the lack of lefty hitters. We'd love to see Michael Brantley play outfield for us. But what do you think about the Didi move, Chris? Uh, I don't think that happens. I don't think. I think yeah. I think it came and went because now a lot of question marks. If you bring back who's going where and what's happening, because if we sign Lemayhew back, which please I hope we do, he's our second baseman. Gio Scheller earned, earned to be in that lineup yeah, every, every day. single day. Top three, arguably top three third basemen in the league, offensively and defensively. Seriously, put him up there with fucking Machado and Arenado because that guy just is a stud. So I don't think there's any room for a guy like Didi. Yeah, a lot of questions there too. She also asked. Excellent questions, Tam. Excellent questions. And what thank do, you as always. Yes, of course. What do you see as the major issue for the Yankees continuing to choke in the postseason? The inconsistency yep. from the lineup. Yep. The, the Again, the guys that didn't get going that were lying the long ball. And I'm going to tie her next question in because that goes perfectly with it. We had bases loaded numerous times during the entire series and a lot of pop-ups, strikeouts, all-part execution. Do you think a few times... They should have attempted to butt runners over, maybe, and get some ground balls through. Listen, that I don't know what game it was. Maybe game four when, when Torres Gio, Gio no, when, came up. Oh, yeah, Torres. When Torres yes. tried to push that bunt because they had him shifted on the left side. Those are things you want to see. Mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. he gets that bunt down, you know, that's that's momentum swinger right there. Yep. And it's through You the need hole. to see more of that. You're right. I don't care. Even when, you know, it's a lot different than Yankee lineup but when we were playing high school baseball in our yes. lineup. Yes. But our coach always told us, I don't care if you're the cleanup hitter. I don't care if you mash fucking 10 home runs a year in high school. Man, on first, second, and no out, you're laying one down. You're laying a bunt down. So I think that needs to be incorporated more because now you got second and third with one out. These these pitchers got to pitch to you. They don't want to make the mistake because we're capable of, you know, one swing of the bat making it a 3-1 shot. Yep. It changes, <laughs> it changes the whole... Every single situation changes the outcome of what you of what you want to do, how you approach it, what pitches you're going to throw. Yeah. Are you in the slide step or not? Mm-hmm. You know, are you is is the infield in? Where's the defense going? And that all goes to the analy- analytically driven Yankees, right? The, the the 
The Yankees had one sack bunt all year. And, I, and Tyler Wade did it after he missed two. He did it on two strikes. We don't... Terrible. Like they, they're not bunting. They're not bunting. And the Rays really don't either. They just play small ball every at-bat. And they don't strike out. They, they play small out. ball with every at-bat. And even when they do strike out, it's it's a productive 13-pitch A-B. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We don't have that. We don't. <sighs> we don't have enough of that. I'll say. Leanne Drews, and we appreciate the support, Miss um, Leanne Drews. She, she asks, assuming nobody stays in free agent slash trades, which 99.5% will not happen? Do you find any left-handed pitchers? Who makes the bench as an outfielder? Do we go after a catcher? So let's break that down. Do we find a left-handed pitcher? If we have one that's going into free agency that we we would like to make an offer to, which I think we'll bank on if one he can stay deal. healthy. So let's 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 try and ride with that, uh, Leanne. Let's hope there's not really any big left lefties on starters on the market. You don't want fucking Steve Matz, you know, guys like that. James Paxton is a gamer when he's healthy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's make him an offer. He has something to prove. Let's hope you know he takes it and stays healthy. That would be awesome. Who makes a bench as an outfielder? So if we if we um, if we don't go after Michael Brantley, I'm going to say Clint Frazier starts, and we don't trade him. Clint Frazier starts, and we hopefully re-sign Gardy. He plays the bench in the outfield. I'm sure Cashman will do that too. He's going to bank on our fucking on our guys and not make any moves. You get rid of if you get rid of Gardy, you got to go after a Corey Dicker. Or I think he signed a two-year deal, so he's not there. But you know, some some uh, uh, a Gardy replacement, someone who plays kind of just like him. Do we go after a catcher? By catcher, I'm assuming that. Real Muto? Yeah. Yeah. No. No, I don't think so either. I don't think so either. This is Sanchez's last straw. Yeah. Again. And, you know, you got you have a guy like Higgy if Sanchez comes out of the gate. Who's going to be the starter next season? Just saying. Sanchez is going to start yeah, next year. Yeah, I agree. Um, If he comes out of the gate struggling the way he did this year, you just go right to Higgy and take it from there. Yep. I totally agree. And, guys, we, we appreciate the questions and the support, as always. But we have a special guest coming. And, Chris, you want to... Grab her real quick. We have Miss Mama Alvarez coming on the pod. Coming on the podcast today. So give us one second she'll be right here. And here she is, Mama Alvarez, here for the very first time making her debut on Twin Talk Yanks. Mom, say hello to everybody. <laughs> hello, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So proud of you guys. Oh, thank this you, This is Mama. so exciting. This is... This is... And just a little background because... Mama Alva's been doing this for for a long time, and she instilled that crazy Yankee fan gene um, in our blood. So all this crazy, psychotic stuff that we're tweeting and yelling and making videos and on the podcast, it comes from this woman right here. Oh, yeah. I Uh, apologize. I'm so sorry. (laughs) It really does. Mom, some Yankee questions for you because, you know, you've been a Yankee fan for as long as you can remember and for way, you know. Long time. I don't mean to date you, but it's <laughs> give us give us and the viewers because we know this already. Your favorite Yankee moment with your children. Wow, there are so many, but the two that obviously stand out for me: the two thousand and nine World Series mm. because we experienced it together. Every night was a party. Mm-hmm. The good, the bad, and the ugly, right? We mm-hmm. did it all together. It was so much fun. I we think were... my tooth went into Chris's head when yes, we won the one. Yeah, yeah, but it it's was... Fine. that. That's one. And obviously, the other was the um, Aaron Boom home run, 2003, Three. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
just just to give you a, a little uh, insight of what happened that day. <laughs> Again, planning the day, big night for us. Oh, we always God. planned dinner around it mm -hmm. and everything. My mother was alive at that point, and I remember as the game was starting, she told me she had to go to the bank. <laughs> I'm like, the bank? <laughs> the Yankees are on. She said, I have to go. My chat. Okay, okay, you're going to make this quick. Poor lady, how does an yeah. elderly woman make something quick, right? But anyway, we go to the bank. I have the, the game blasting in the car. I'm in Portobello parking lot. I'm, I'm screaming, I'm yelling, I'm cursing, because at that point, the game was going back and yeah. forth and yep. back and forth. Yep. I don't know how long. It felt like three years later, but an hour later, we go back to the house, and we're watching the game, and it's just, I'm done. It's its horrible. I can't take it anymore. I'm like, that's it. I'm shutting the game yep. off. We're not doing this. We'll get them next year. Mm -hmm. That's it. Everyone is sad. You know, the Alvarez household, we're, we're sad, but we're like, oh, yeah. well, next year, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. So it's off, the boys go and get ready for bed, and I'm banging pots and putting things <laughs> away. And I'm downstairs now in the living room because I don't know what to do with myself, right? Okay, anyway, make a long story short, I finally fall asleep. They were losing, I fall asleep. I get up at like one o'clock in the morning and I'm, I'm guilt ridden because mm. I say, what did I do to my kids, these poor kids? I made them these crazy Yankee fans like me. You know what, mm -hmm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna watch, I'm gonna put it on, see what they lost by and try and make something positive out of it. So I put the highlights for the game on and I, I, I think I'm dreaming because I'm like, what, what? Now I'm all alone, there's nobody but me in the living room, I'm like, no. What? We won? Aaron Boone? What? So now what do I do? Who's there to celebrate with? Nobody. So what does a good mother do? Goes and wakes Wake up, up her kids at 1.30 in the morning because I need somebody we to have celebrate a dog, We have a dog pile going on in the middle of the room. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. On a school night, no less. But I had to do it because they needed to see this. The good thing was... You know, they went back upstairs. I didn't know this, but they were planning their outfits for the next day. Yeah, so yeah. it was nice and quiet. But yeah. that, I think, by far is my yeah, best. What, yeah, what a, what a that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that's top in the top two in the ranking, too. Yep. Mom, your favorite Yankee, both past and your favorite Yankee right now? Thurman Munson. Yeah. That's my boy. Yep. Always was the rock, the leader, the grit, the, the fight. And the, you always the say compassion. to us, you always say, you you know, we, you wish we were around to see him play. Like that kind of style. Yeah, because it's not around anymore. No, you don't see it from it's guys. it's not. It was just, it was a different, it, it was a different game back then. Yep. And it was amazing. Yep. By far my favorite player. My favorite player now, DJ LeMay. <laughs> That's my boy. But, if, if we don't sign him, I'm really going to be very upset. But it's the same, you know, it, it all ties in. You like DJ LeMay because he shows up every day. His he produces. Grip. He doesn't ask questions. He doesn't throw the bat in the air and do all this right. stuff. Bat flips and right. stuff. He shows up. He's a quiet leader in the clubhouse, and he's productive. He's a baseball player. That's his game. That's his style. Do you see, any, do you see any of Thurman in DJ? I do. Just his, his, his demeanor, demeanor, his personality. Yeah. His grit, great, mm. absolutely. His mm. grit. It's yeah. it's that same it's style. That's what I love. I love that. Let's have your thoughts on just this season in general, because you know, like we said, you've been a Yankee fan a long time now, and it's been always the same thing. It's a World Series or it's a failure. That's it. Aaron Boone comes out yesterday and he says, 
this was a successful season. What are your thoughts on this season and the overall, you know, in a, in a, in a general scope? Horseshit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Sorry, Boone. And I hate to say this, and people will probably bash me for it, and that's okay, but if George Steinbrenner Sr. were around, believe me, this would not be yeah, what I agree. Aaron Boone would say. I agree. Absolutely not. Yeah, that's so, that's, you, that's a very good point. I was, you know, they started the season, let's, it's a crazy year, it's 2020, we mm -hmm. know that, but. They started the season out great. Here we are. We're thinking we're 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 riding high, and our heads are held high. Healthy, this, and that. then everyone looks good. And then what happens? One by one, they start mm -hmm. to fall off. And then what happens? They start losing. And the thing that I found most frustrating this season were was that they were on or off. Mm -hmm. There was nothing in between. They Very either were killing it or they were. They sucking. looked like they never played. Right, and 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 that's it. And you know, as soon as as soon as the season's over, here we go. We need pitching. We need this. We need that. It's the same mm -hmm. thing every year. I'm tired of it. We had the home run king this year. Mm -hmm. We have the best baseball player, DJ LeMahieu, and Stanton and Judge, and we still and can't Cole. go out there. Yeah. And Garrett Cole, and we still can't go out there and beat. These gritty teams these, these that are built and for beat the, the Rays and beat yeah. these. It just it. I, I'm I'm heartbroken again. So so A to grade it A to F. The season. We F. give it an F. Yeah. We I'm sorry. Call call us cocky Yankee fans. No, but if there's no ring at the end, failure. You know, you put a ring on it, right? If yeah. there's no ring at the end, it's an. It's F. an absolute failure, and we said the same thing. It's an a big F, right. with, circled in red, right? Because you didn't you didn't do it. Right. You didn't do it, and that's all we you know. It's not. Oh, you know, we'll get them next year. You've been saying that for like for six years now. Eleven years now. Eleven years. And it, now. it's get where we told them, we were saying they're driving us crazy. They're driving us crazy. They are. Like I mean, insanity. I wrote like yeah. insane. What What do you want the Yankees to do for next season? Because things need to obviously change. So what do you want? Who Who do you see us maybe getting or, you know, maybe guys doing more leadership roles? What do you want the Yankees to do for next season to put that grade from an F? Right to an A. You know, my ultimate fantasy would be to have Judge and Stanton stay healthy, right? Mm, mm. Because they haven't been able to contribute for a whole season for the Ever. last together. three years Ever. together. Yeah. So that would be my first. First and foremost, we have to sign DJ. Mm. You know, you have to. We, we have to. I, I, I mean, bat wise, I, I, who can we bring in bat wise? Michael Brantley, but. <laughs> I know, I, I know, I, you I don't want to. I, I don't, we I get don't. It. We get it. But pitching, I, again, here we Sean are Bauer? again. Here we go. He's going to cost money. What do you think about, you know, Mom? What do you think about if we bring back James Paxton? Um, Tanaka's not, free agent, Paxton's free agent. I'm not a big Paxton fan. And, you know, I, he went on a good run last year for a few games, but I. I haven't seen what I wanted to or expected to see from him. Except in that playoff game last year. That was it. And, that's that, all, that and was that's it. it. And listen, I, I wouldn't I would be okay signing Tanaka Me for too. a year. Yep. I think he's been great for us. I think we owe him you think, that. Thank you. I was just gonna ask you that because he's the his seventh full season with the Yankees. He's been he's been amazing for he has second longest tenured Yankee besides Hardy right. and I and I mentioned to Chris before I think he deserved that right. he deserves that Just contract like, offer right we gave that to Gardner last year yes. I think we deserve it out of respect for Tanaka yes. he's not he's 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 a very classy I don't think he wants to play dignified. anywhere else. 
Oh, yeah, and if I he does, I if if we don't, I think he's going to go back to Japan. Yeah. But I think we owe him that. Yeah. And I do think we need a pitcher. I I don't know I don't know who. Yeah. But I think we need a pitcher and to go behind Garrett Cole. Yeah. And who we don't know what we're going to get in Sevi when he comes back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good point. Hap, we see Hap. He's Hap gone. is either gone. on or off. Well, didn't we? How? No, he's that's it. His oh. option. His so good. Goodbye. Gone. Bye, yeah. Hap. Happy, happy. <laughs> bye, bye. That's, that's what I said. What about? What about Clint Frazier? Do you see us trading him for maybe another another guy that can go behind Cole or even a Josh Hader because the Brewers can use somebody to play next to Christian Yelich? What you know? Do you see us maybe trading Frazier or holding on to him and seeing what he's got? I but have to but be then honest, you lose a left-handed bat. I like Clint Frazier. I like I, I would like holding on to him. You know, I don't know how much longer guard he has. I think we need. I think he. I think he proved himself. I think he went down last year like they told him to, and he worked on his mm -hmm, defense, mm -hmm. and he and he played and he played, and we saw it this year. Mm -hmm. That's what we want. And to yeah. me, he has that grit. I agree. And I love that. I, I say hold on to him. And what about your second favorite Yankee, Miguel Andujar? Where is he going to be next year? Oh, Miggy, Miggy, Miggy. Um, I don't think he's going to be a Yankee. I me think neither. that he, at this point, doesn't want to be a Yankee anymore. It's not fair to him. Yeah, it's not. We, we're wasting a talent, and he shouldn't be back and forth and up and down and the alternate side and whatever it is yeah. called. It. No, he deserves to play. Deserves to and play I love him. But I think he needs, he needs, and he'll shine. He'll go somewhere else yeah. and he'll shine. Wow. Yeah. Well, Mom, this was awesome. It was just like a regular conversation that us mm -hmm. three have yeah. on like a, you know, on a daily she, basis. She needs to come on more often. Yeah. She this, was on fire. This was great. Guys, yeah. you know, if you have any questions for Mama Alf, you ask them. I guarantee you they will be answered. I, I can almost guarantee you that. Mom, uh. Take it away. Say goodbye to say goodbye to the listeners. Thank you so much, boys. I love you so much. Love I'm you, so Mama. proud of you. Thank you, Mama. Alvarez family, Yankees, Always. Yeah, right? Boy. Always. Thank you, guys. It was great. I loved it. Bye. <laughs> that was awesome. That was awesome. Oh, that's Mama Alvarez for you guys. That was awesome. Just some just some quick notes. Our bombers right now are in Game Five of the seven game series. Remember, I corrected that last week. In Game Five right now of the seven game series against the the Bronx Royals and this is it this is for the championship Chris and I weren't able to be there because we, you know we're here in Pennsylvania with the family for the weekend but nonetheless you know we we pumped our team up uh today and we're excited for them to go out there and hopefully finish the fucking business today Chris what do you think I agree like I was telling him before if uh and I say this you know when we end the episodes in the previous weeks if we play at our best there's no way that we can lose. And, you know, I'm always going to continue saying that because it's true. Mm -hmm. We're a solid team. we got to go out there and play fundamental softball, you know. Make the outs, turn the double plays, hit your cutoffs. Yes. Play good defense, aggressive base running. And uh, we'll be completely fine. Yeah. I have the utmost and, faith, and, faith and confidence. And listen, in. believe us, more than anyone else, we want to be out there with you guys. But we would not mind, you know, you guys finishing it up this week oh, and take, not playing take another game. Take you know care of saying? fucking business. Exactly. Exactly. Another quick note. Um... This is the end of the season. This is the off season. But we just want to make clear of one thing. Twin Talk is not going anywhere. We're going to be with you guys. We might just crack down a little bit, you know, just on the content. Maybe, you know, a week and a half between episodes. But we are going to be here with you guys every step of the way, staying, talking with you guys, because we love doing it. And we're in this together. You yeah. know, we go, just like Mama Alvarez said, we go through the heartbreaks together. That's right. We go through the ups and downs together. And, uh, you it's know, what better... Then you know, sharing our thoughts for the game of baseball, and especially for the New York Yankees, with you guys, the yep. 
the best listeners and fans out there. Seriously, and, if it wasn't for you guys constantly showing the love and support, uh, we yeah. we wouldn't be where we are. And, and you know, the a pe- great point. That's a great point and a perfect segue because we wanted to definitely, you know, with the end of the season, this you know, this is the end of the year. This is the first season where we did the podcast uh, full time, and we just want to express our gratitude to you guys because. Listen, it's it's one thing for Chris and I to talk shit to each other about the Yankees and stuff, but just the interactions that you guys have given, the positive yeah. feedback, you know, it, even it the negative really, feedback, yeah, as, uh, definitely too, and we don't mind that, we don't mind that because that's just how you get better, and we love doing that. Um, every single week, it's been just amazing gathering information, you know, on what to talk about, what are we gonna tackle this week, and having you guys behind us every single step of the way, it's been nothing but driven us to be, you know, better, and it's it's been awesome. This experience as a whole, starting this podcast, joining Yankees Twitter, you know, interacting with all you guys, playing on the softball team, meeting a bunch, a bunch, countless number of just really, really, really good people from all over the country that, you know, listen to us and, and, and watch the softball games and listen to our podcast. It is because of you guys that we do this. And again, thank you from, you know, from the bottom of our twin heart because we share a heart and as always guys keep our heads up remember this we're due Mm -hmm. and as always let's fucking go yankees